I text you a question, next minute my phone rings. What is wrong with you? Nothing worse than a salad orderer who then wants in on all the chips. Sorry, what section are you in? What section am I in? Someone's trying to board this flight with a semi-trailer sized luggage. I think you should be more concerned with that. Hello and welcome to episode four of Literally Nobody Cares. I literally almost forgot the name of my own podcast just then, but it came to me fast enough. Uh, episode four, here we go. It just feels like we're so deep. I looked at episode four and I was like, what? But I guess it's because of the Daily Show, the Sometimes Daily Show, because the Sometimes Daily Show didn't happen yesterday because sometimes I'm too busy. So anyway, um, love you the most. Also, like we're running out of content, guys. Like it's slowing down. No, that's a joke. So anyway, the episode today is just me. There's no guest. Sorry about the laughing last week. I mean, Laura's a 10, love her the most, but like, God, my laugh's annoying when you've got the volume up in the car, isn't it? Wow. That's all right. Um, Cheryl, let me know all about it in my DMs. Thanks, Cheryl. Good to know that my laugh's shit. Thank you anyway. Unsubscribe. That's a joke. Just leave quietly. Okay, so the first thing, we started talking about what's happening in my week. Not a lot. It's been very busy this week. It's been a lot of like work at the old office situation. But what I will say is this. I was in Brisbane earlier uh, yesterday and um, I was doing some administrative stuff. No need to discuss where exactly I was. Um, and I was going into like a, a government office. And you know how like when you go to the desk, they give you like a, a ticket with a number and you'll be called when it is your time. And it feels very official. Anyway, the guy was there. Um, he was an older gent. You know, he seemed pretty non-assuming, like he was just going to hand the ticket out and all was good. He was wearing maybe three or four size suit bigger than what he required. Um, he was maybe five foot something. I just feel like you need to be there with me. I don't want to sort of like leave you out of the story, you know? So anyway, um, we walk, I, well, I walk in um, and he says, hi, how are you? And I say, good, I'm just here for this. And he goes, oh, it's going to cost you. And I was like, I'm like, keep in mind, I'm somewhere where like the things aren't that expensive. Um, and I was like, uh, okay, um, I'm looking to do this and I'm, I'm looking to do the expedited service. Um, is that possible? And he was like, well, if you've got the money to pay. And I was like, I'm I'm both mildly offended whilst at the same time confused. Are you trying to bribe me in full view of the office right at the front door? Or are you calling me poor? Like, I'm just not sure what's going on here. And he was very swarthy is the word that I would use. And you don't often hear that word. Look her up. It very much indicates the gent that we were talking to in the suit that he should have never purchased given the size. Although he could have been huge and fat and now he's lost weight. I don't think so, though, because I think he was too short. Anyway, let's leave that there. That's not very interesting. This week, I made a huge announcement. I think really game-changing. I think world-changing. I think it's really different um, as the National Bunnings Ambassador. Obviously, they saw my content reached out and said to me, there is literally nobody in the country um, that could touch your level of authenticity and skill with tools, Scott Cam, who I hear you saying. So, you know, for me, when I'm putting together the clothes racks, it really was just, it's innate. I don't need an instruction manual because I can just throw that together with ease. Construction Sam really is highly skilled. So Bunnings obviously appreciated that. And they just sort of said, Sam, come on in. I mean, we might even change the name if you want, if you feel that's necessary. And I said to them, let's calm down one step at a time. Once I'm hosting the block and Scott Cam's gone for his apparent homophobia that didn't exist um so anyway i posted my little pickaroo there people were loving that they were really getting behind the announcement what i'm disappointed at is bunnings haven't responded 
I just feel like get a life. Do you know what I mean? You guys are out there with your sausage sizzle and you've got your little place where it's like you're walking around and everyone's like, hi, can I help you? I mean, like, they're fucking so attentive when you're inside and all of a sudden we're on social media and it's like I don't exist. I feel like we need to really bombard their socials to make clear that they've given up on a great opportunity. I've just got a comment here from a friend of mine, James Patton, who um, has commented and said, if Bunnings knew a thing or two, this would be the collab of the year. James, when you're right, you're right, my friend. This would be the collab of the absolute year. We could do a video series of me going to people's houses and putting things together. I don't know if you'd say putting things together as much as attempting to, but like, you know, I I could give it a whirl. Anyway, you must check that out. I'm not sure if you've seen it. I'm not sure if you've missed it. I'm not sure what the situation is, but it's a real 10. Um, It's all official Bunnings merchandise available only at the ambassadorial level. Um, If you're looking to purchase it, I apologize. You will need to find your own endorsement deals. Can we talk about Kentucky Fried Chicken not sponsoring this fucking podcast? They are so rude. I'm really not having a bar of it. Like, I'm on a health kick at the moment, so let's pretend that's why they're not coming to us. But I really feel like I deserve KFC chicken as an endorsement here. I mean, like, you know, just a Zinger burger. I'm not asking for a great deal. It's like $6.95. I can afford it, but I need it to be free so it's an endorsement. Do you know what I mean? And like, if you're listening along and you want to send it on Deliveroo, like, we're not complaining. Button push Aaron and myself. We'll be right into it. Do you know what I mean? Any way, shape, and form. The main topic this week, the main show, the Moulin Rouge of today, really is... That doesn't mean anything. Like People feel like, oh, you put an accident on it. I understand that doesn't mean something, Cheryl. Put your phone the fuck down. People love a DM. Someone DM'd me the other day and was like, hi, Sam, not enjoying your content. Hi, fuckstick. Unfollow me. Why are you here? What are you looking for? What sort of response will I give you? I just don't know. Like, I'm just not understanding why people feel the need to let me know that they're not liking my content. You can vote with your feet. Fuck off. And let me tell you, they'll be crocs on those feet. Like, they will not be a nice shoe because you have got problems. Anyway, the the topic for this week is, um, I mean, it's sort of crocs adjacent. It's driving. Um, Whenever I talk about driving on my Instagram account, people love it. Do you know why? Because there's not that many people who know how to drive. Shocking, you might think, but it's really quite interesting. When you look around on the road, you know, sometimes I like to, you know, if the speed limit's 100, I like to go back down to, you know, like 105 and consider the other people who are driving around me at like a comfortable speed, you know, because I've got full control at 105. Um, I have a look around me and just sort of think, really? Is this it? Is this what you're doing? I mean, some days on a Tuesday, well, I don't know about you, but like I'll be driving on a Tuesday or a Wednesday and I'll be getting through like the regular city and I look into like a park and people are like throwing a ball and they're like sitting on a picnic rug and I'm like, okay, what the fuck are you doing? What is your job? Are you on the dole? Is it a day off? I don't get it. How are you just in the park on a Wednesday throwing a ball around? I'm very confused by that whole scenario. If you're the person sitting in some kind of park, please let me know. Sam, I will just let you know that we our office is right near the council and once a week all the council workers come out during their break and play a game of touch football. Oh, I mean, that's fine because we're paying them way too much. They probably get a 90-minute break. They've probably got showers on site. Sweaty. I mean... Uh, I mean, who knows? I mean, like, I'm not doing it. I must say the other day, I took a phone call and I took it outside. I took a walk around the office, around the dep- the area, um, and it was quite pleasant, I must admit. I mean, a bit of vitamin D, you know. I am health. I'm not sure if you saw my stories the other day, but 
I am quite literally health. Anyway, so um, driving. I just, I don't even know how to tackle this. It's so monumental. It is literally just like the greatest. It is the pyramids of Giza. It is the Sphinx. It is just the premier topic because we could be here for all fucking year. I'm going to try and rein it in. But um, I thought we'd touch on first merging because I just, what do you say? Oh, I, 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 I put the fucking foot on the fucking accelerator, you idiot. There, I, I don't, what do you, how is it, where did you learn? Do you know what I mean? Was it in Tasmania? I mean, we don't want to take shots, but let's be honest. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like if you can't merge, you need to just drive off a cliff. I think it's the, I mean, to borrow a good phrase from a friend of mine, Jackie Schimmel, again, we're not friends, but to borrow a phrase from my friend, Jackie Schimmel, burn in a fire. I mean, just honestly, I just, and it's really good too, because I feel like if you do, because if you jumped off a cliff, I feel like there's a moment where you're like free falling and it's almost cathartic. I mean, it ends pretty badly, but um, I imagine. But um, anyway, so the merging. I have a real problem because with merging, my ethos of life is to, it's go hard or go home. And I feel like when you come into a merge, you need to accelerate into the merge, not break into the merge. And when you hit the brakes, all hell breaks loose because the person who is in the lane that you're trying to get into then becomes concerned, then they break. The person behind them then breaks and the person behind the people who are merging them break. And it turns into quite literally what I can only describe as shopping at Aldi. Like quite literally, it is just a fuck around that nobody needs, nobody understands. What is happening inside Aldi? And they're like, they're, they're sort of like Tim Tams with their Fim Fams. And it's like, I just need you to go away. Oh, this week we're launching puffer jackets. You sell eggs. Why are you selling puffer jackets? What in the flying fuck? And why is everyone sitting down at the counter? Stand up. You're at work. I don't get it. It's not for me. I can't shop at Aldi, except they sell this bread. Um, I, I am health. I've just said that. And at the moment, because I'm on the ketosis diet, because I'm an influencer, um, I have this bread and you can only buy it at Aldi and it's like 85% less carbs. So you can actually eat it while you're doing the keto diet. And it's just really annoying because you can only buy it there. So I kind of go, I kind of put the hood up, I kind of put a hat on, I put the sunglasses on, you put your head down and you just try and get in and get out. But then you get in there and it becomes people watching and you just stop. And you just look and you just think, why? Why are you here? Why is this happening? It's not, you know, one minute you're in the bread department, the next minute you're shopping for electronics. I don't understand that I'm in the freezer aisle. Then all of a sudden we're selling furniture. Like you're not a department store. It's a small supermarket. I I don't understand it. If you're an Aldi shopper, I'm just not sure. And while I'm on the topic, if you're a coal shopper, I'm sorry, but pack up your fucking nobody gives a shit little pack and get out. Because coal shoppers are just the cheap poverty version of a Woolworth shopper. I mean, how, you walk into Coles and I immediately think like, I can't buy the lettuce here. I can't buy any fresh produce, any of the meat. I mean, the seafood. Oh, it's exposed. What the fuck is that? Oh, you just put the prawns out for freshness. The place reeks. I don't want to smell the prawns when I walk in to buy my packet of chips. Do you know what I mean? Chocolate should be purchased without a scent. They just need to like pump through some sort of, it's disgusting. Why are people on the new Coles concepts? It's like, oh, it's so fresh. It's so, I don't want to order a pizza from here. Why do I want a pizza from a Coles? 
No, thank you. Presumably you're putting the same ham that I wouldn't buy if it was the last ham on earth in the cabinet on the pizza. I'm not eating that. So anyway, we've, we've you know, we've gotten off track. <laughs> it's, it's, we're far off track. Um, but I will just confirm in case you, you missed that. If you're shopping at Coles, you need to swap immediately. Sorry, but like where's Woolworths as a sponsor? Woolworths and KFC, you need to pull it together. You need to come forward and you just need to admit where you've been wrong. We're on episode four and you weren't here on episode one, two, and three. I'm happy to take you. I'm a nice guy like that. Anyway, do you ever just go to Woolworths and Woolworths and you just walk around and you're just like, no, what's going to happen tonight? Just, and you walk in circles and you're like, I could buy that, but then I wouldn't want it. Or I could buy that, but then I still wouldn't want it. It's just a regular, it's only when I'm eating healthy because otherwise I'm like out and it's like partying and everything's great. She's like, we'll have the bread. Sure. What else have we got? I'll have that too. Oh, well, let's try some things. Let's get some things to share. And then it's like, Sam, you're eating for one. Why are you, who are you sharing with? It's like, oh, sorry. Um, but I'm just a real like wanderer. And sometimes I'll pop myself uh, a headphone on. And I'll just have a podcast in the old ears and I'll just be walking around. And I just found I'm just walking around in circles. I'll just let you know that um, when mum and dad buy things for junk night, dad yes. says to the shop assistant, it's for the grandkids. Neither of us have any children. Imagine <laughs> He's that. so shameful of all his chips and lollies. <laughs> he has to say it's for someone else. Could you imagine having one night where you eat badly though? Uh, no. Like having a junk night? Oh, I've been on a junk night for the last five years. Oops, junk year. Um, no, look, I, I, I mean, I, I, obviously that's where I get it from. I do sort of feel that um, at a spiritual level because there has been a time when I've gone and I've really purchased up a storm. If you don't know me, and some people mention like, Sam, why is it always whinging? Tell us more about yourself. Like, okay, here it is, Cheryl. Um, I love a chip. I love a chocolate. But what I love more than that is a selection and a variety. I like to decide when I get home, not when I'm standing under the pressure of the fluorescent lights and the judgmental people. So I like to just grab, and also we need to break down variety. I like to have multiples of the same because what if they're not appropriately flavored? I'm sorry, but I can't be committing to a light and tangy chip if I open it and it's a fucking packet of plain Smiths. What are you doing? Who's buying plain chips? What is the point? Just inject the carbs directly into me. If there's no flavor, it's not worth it. But I am buying multiples. So an atomic tomato, for example, which has just found its way back into Woolworths and Queensland, and I'm sure nationally soon, if I can do anything about it. Sam Boy, where are you to sponsor the podcast? Anyway, so I buy a couple just in case. Um, I also buy a couple of light and tangy. And then sometimes I'm like, what if I change my mind? What if something else comes up? What if cheese and onion needs a moment in Sam's evening? And so I'll just pick her up. You know, sometimes it's a sour cream and chive. You know, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I like a dip. So I get a kettle, Red Rock Deli. No, not kettle. Ugh. A Red Rock Deli sweet chili and cream. And I go and get a French onion dip. And I have that and I sit there and I think to myself, I'm living life. I am health. And so... I like to purchase many options. In the chocolate department, I like the same. I like a bar of chocolate, but I also like a pod. I don't mind an M&M, and I love a Malteser. You know, like, there are options that I need to have. So that's what it is. I feel, Sam, that you should tell the people your favourite dip and how they can make it. Oh, corn relish. Yes. Many years ago, in a galaxy far, far away, uh, my nana uh, on my mum's side was queen of the snacks. Um, she used to make an apple pie that would make fucking whatever all those chefs on TV and like 
Betty Crocker and Granny Who Gives a Fuck, whatever that branding is, they would just go away. They have no idea what they were up against. If she went commercial, if I was older when she was alive, we would have commercialized the shit out of that. Every year my family sits around like, how do we make it? Who fucking knows, mate, but you're never going to recreate it, all right? You just need to admit that we lost out, it's too late, she's gone and she's taken with her, possibly, I mean, a gift to the world, really. I mean, you know, let's be honest. So this dip is one that she used to make um, and in turn it made me fat. So I don't want to say that it's her fault, but she's not here to defend herself. So I think I will. Um, and you know what's great about her as well? She used to tell you that you were fat too. So that was great. So she caused it and then she accused you. So, and she was tiny, tiny, and she was Irish and it was all very dainty the way she said things. You know how the English always insult you, but with a question, this is a Ricky Gervais bit now. I feel like I'm just sl sliding into, but is it Ricky Gervais? No, it's from something. And they insult, who does it? Is it Seinfeld? It's on something. I'll come back to you. Um, but whenever they insult you, they ask you a question like, I mean, you know, Australians are just a little bit silly, aren't they? You know, why are you asking me to agree with you that I'm a fuckhead? I don't need that in my life. That sort of negativity. But the way they do it is quite discreet. And I like to think that I've um, taken that discretion on board when I'm throwing insults. Sometimes it's direct, like, hey, fuckhead, get out of my way. You don't know how to merge. But then sometimes it's just very like, oh, the simple things are difficult, aren't they? You know, you just throw it out there. You just leave it for them. And then by the time they've understood what you've actually asked, because you've also asked them to spell mum backwards, they're completely fucking lost. So anyway, I like to have options in the supermarket. Oh, we're talking about the dip. Thank God, producer Courtney. See, the Daily Show, we just on all sorts of fucking tears. No one knows what's going on. Um, so the dip, it's called corn relish. You can buy, do you know what I love, right? I shop personally at the Woolworths Carrara. Now, in the Woolworths Carrara, what they've done is they practically came to my home and they sat down and said, how should we design the shop, Sam? And I said to them, I'll tell you, I need the corn relish behind the chips because when I go in for the chips, it needs to be easily accessible. I don't like walking around. I understand you need to put the sour cream in the fridge area, but I ain't fucking searching. So they were like, Sam, we've done it for you. And they're like, you know what? I like sometimes a cheese board and I need a an onion and it needs to be caramelized because there needs to be sugar in it. And they said, we'll put that with the corn relish right by the chips. Fabulous. So they popped it right there for me. And um, you pick that up, you pick yourself up some sour cream um, and you just put it into a bowl and you just stir that up. Now myself, I like to err on the side of sour cream. Some people like to err on the side of corn relish. Those people have a name like Amy, they have a name like Margaret and they have a name like get the fuck out of my house because it's offensive. So I like it to be very creamy. Um, with the sour cream side. So you just whip that up. You think like, that's not going to be any good. Okay, go and buy yourself a barbecue, oh, not Samboy, barbecue Smith's. It's a crinkle. And you shove that in that dip and then, oh, there's your game changed right there. There's your life changed. I am literally sitting here on my own podcast, sabotaging my own diet. I'm sitting here wondering how quickly I can get from here to Woolworths. Um... I mean, so producer Courtney's just throwing me right under the bus here. And all of a sudden, we're changing the topic from the day to the reason Sam is fat. It's turned into a psychology session and we're going real deep on it. Um, another thing that we do that's, well, it's not weird. Is that a weird thing? I don't even know whether, no, that's weird. But I don't know if the dip's weird, the corn relish dip. Because you can buy corn relish like pre-made. And I'm sorry, but you missed a beat. Yet it's like the apple pies. You were close, but you missed. You got into the finish line and you stumbled over like a fucking cheap whore. Anyway, so I um, also enjoy something bizarre. Now, this one, I'm, I don't really like unveiling this to the world because in order to deliver it correctly, I need to be present. 
Like I need to be there to coach you through it because it's all like, no, it's gross. It's disgusting. Okay. We're not talking about your outfit. We need to focus here on the dinner. You need to buy yourself a thin cheese pizza. You can decide where that's from, but if it's from Pizza Hut, you've chosen wrong. It should be from Domino's. So it was Pizza Hut back in the day, I'll have you know, and then they all of a sudden were like, oh, let's make things healthy. I bought a fucking pizza for $5 from a grease joint. I don't think I'm looking for health. Thanks anyway. So you buy that, you come home. Well, I mean, you need to go to Woolworths first. Um, and you need to pick yourself up some Thousand Island dressing. Um, the brand I've forgotten the name of, Praise, producer Courtney with the win. Praise is the brand. Um, and, and praise them. You know, all hands in the air, praise emoji. Um, you buy that, you go home. You are, you know, oh, sorry, I've done the wrong order. Get the praise first. I cannot fucking stand cold takeaway. If someone's like... Yeah, I'm not really into getting what you're having tonight, which is a zinger meal from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Um, I'm going to get something else. I'm like, that's fine. We'll get yours first. You can have whatever you want, but I'll be buying mine last, and then we'll be going directly home. Oh, can we pick this up? Not if my food's been done. I'm sorry. It's also like, oh, I might just eat these out of the bag. Are they my chips? I'm more than happy to purchase you all the chips you'd like. Would you like four large? Would you like five? Would you like a gravy? I'm a nice person. Touch my fucking chips that were mine. I'm not happy. So now I'm fatter again because now I'm buying a take-home chips for the vehicle travel home. And now I'm eating those as well. Anyway, why am I still paying for KFC? I'm out here just doing the people's work. So anyway, um, you get home with your pizza that's warm because you came direct. And you put the Thousand Island just directly on the pizza I personally am classy. I don't know about you. I get a little teaspoon and just spread it around evenly. And you just do that and then you just bite into it. And I am just going to welcome you to the club because that's your life fucking changed right there in one bow swoop. I have absolutely no idea what producer Courtney's saying. She's acting like there's a bird swooping me from behind. There's arms flinging. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Oh, this morning I went for a walk. That's what I was going to say before you get off track. Okay, well, like... If you do do this pizza, take a photo, tag Sam in it so he can see <gasps> you your need portion control. Pl- oh, yeah. If you've gone to, like, it can't be a Thousand Island pizza. It's a light addition. It's light. It's airy. We need literally nobody cares merch and it's Thousand Island in, like, a dippy dippy. Do you know what I mean? Like, where's a contract manufacturer in the food industry? <laughs> So I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. Now, the cheese is where you need to start. The cheese pizza, thin cheese. If you're coming at me with photos of pan cheese, you and if it's like, oh, we jammed a hot dog in the crust, you're a fucking freak show from a caravan park. Take your Crocs, put them away, and fuck off. I don't want to, Why is there a hot dog hiding in my pizza? I don't understand. It makes me so mad. Oh, I'd like a hot dog tonight. Buy a fucking hot dog, you freak. If you want a hot dog and pizza, buy both. Don't put your hands together, you freak. Anyway, so this morning I went for a – so you can start on the cheese and then slowly as you're an advanced user, it can end up on a pan Hawaiian. Did you say a thin Hawaiian? You can get off the fucking podcast too. Pan Hawaiian extra cheese because Domino's has dropped the ball with the cheese. I don't know what's going on over there. It's like this like light drizzle. No, fucker. Put it on there. Anyway – then you can progress to a meat lovers. That's really the movement. I mean, and someone's like, I, I get barbecue chicken. Okay, if, if it's even chicken. No one wants that pizza. The chicken on there is weird, man. No one's ordering a barbecue chicken. And if you've got capsicum, I mean, there you go. Here's to learn something about me. If you've got capsicum on your pizza, in your house, in your life, 
Fuck off. I have no time for it. Oh, it's so great. We get green, we get red, we get orange, we get... They're all disgusting. Bin the lot. Anyway, so this morning I went for a walk because I'm health. I'm an influencer. I am life. Um, And it's swooping season. And I get really mad at the magpies like they can understand me. So I walked across the road from where I live and I got to... um, the uh like the entryway to where i walk and there's like a large greenery area and all of a sudden these two magpies just arrived as if from nowhere and landed directly in front of me and just stared me down so i of course yell at them like a sane person um i'm just like what do you want i'm not coming for you i'm not even walking on the grass i'm on the pathway i don't want anything to do with you anyway this thing just followed me the whole fucking and he was just eyeballing i just knew it he was just following the hot as I walked. So, of course, when you're doing the sneaky lookbacks, is he preparing his friends? Is he asking for help? Are they getting back up? I don't know what's going on back there. It made the whole walking situation very uncomfortable. And then all of a sudden you look back and then someone says like, hi, good morning. Oh, can you fucking bring it down? It's 10 past six and it's cold. Not really that cold, though. And I wore a jumper and then it's like, oh, now the sun's on me. It's hot. Now, what am I doing? Why did I wear a jumper? What decision was that? Anyway. So we're merging on the highway. <laughs> wow, we got ourselves miles off track there. That's just how it operates around this joint. So we're merging on the highway and someone in their silver fucking Peugeot slams on the brakes. And do you know why? Because you're an idiot. How did you end up in a Peugeot? I'm sorry, but that car makes no sense to me. And it's like, you hear all the time that, I mean, you don't see any old Peugeots on the road. Do you know why they broke? They can't, I mean, you see Holdens that are literally from like one step up from a horse and buggy and they're still driving around. They're all lowered to the shit on the ground. They've got the muffler that's like far too big. Okay, we don't need to hear you coming. We could smell you. So like, it's fine. Thank you anyway. Uh, Turn left for the caravan park. So it's just not for me. The merging is just, I can't even fathom. And every time I get there, there's now this one turn that I take to work every single day where if there's not too many people, you can just merge yourself and you can just gun it even harder and just keep going past them. But you don't go past without doing a head look back to make sure they see the disgust in your eyes. You know, they need to know. It's funny, actually. Button Push Aaron's family, um, huge watchers of the podcast. His mum was driving beside me the other day. Um, she thought I was sensible, and then she saw me drive. So uh, shout out to his family. Love you the most. Thank you. Apologies for cutting you and maybe several others in front of you off. Um, we appreciate the listen, though. And I think that that's what makes your drive more enjoyable when I have cut you off. You know that you've had a listen. You feel like you're in on the joke. Merging is really tough, but you know what's worse than merging in my mind? There's nothing more infuriating than this because a merge takes some level of skill. Um, It takes some level of concentration. It takes some level of confidence. And when you see some people getting around out there, you wonder, how did you wake up today and actually stand on your two feet? Because I'm not sure you can find the fucking floor. You're that stupid. An indicator is not something that you need to be a scientist to find. And sometimes I wonder if they've not got their glasses, if they're just fucking stupid. What's going on? Because the title is very clear. It's an indicator. Um, it indicates what you'll be doing. Um, it indicates that for the rest of us, um, some of us are trying to go around you. We'd like to know if you're planning on moving around. Um, I use my indicator at all times. Um, you can confirm tonight, button push Aaron with mum. Uh, I would have indicated for all those aggressive moves. There's no doubt about it. Um, but I still indicated. And so everyone would have known, oh, he's now going right and he's going left and he's going right and he's back in the left. There he is. Um, but some people are just like, I'm cutting the left lane. 
fuck you. And it's like, well, no, not fuck me. Um, if I hit your car at the speed I'm going in my car, um, your car will fold like a cheap chair. So I'm not sure that's going to work. I think maybe we should rethink this, which to me reminds me of like, let's cycle on the road, not the path. If a cyclist runs into a human, there's some fall down, there's some anger, there's some lycra, you stand up and you leave. If a cyclist runs into my car, you will be lucky to determine that it was a cyclist. Like, it's not a thing. So I don't understand that. Anyway, we can't go after cyclists because they come with a group. They don't travel in singles, as you've seen on the road, where the fucking cycle lanes we spent a bajillion dollars putting up. They all just go on a row beside each other to have a chat. And they all just drive like that. Oh, we've got to stay a metre away by law. So I'll just um, drive in the fucking gutter so I don't go anywhere near your precious fucking lycra bar. And like, I'm sorry, lycra is not for everyone. Sense the fucking tone. I think that if you're a starting out cyclist, get a loose Nike short. Do you know what I mean? Like loosey goosey. You need nothing attaching to those thighs and to the top. Like it's absolutely not. I'm sorry, but no, it's taking me. It's having, I'm having flashbacks. I'm really feeling like I'm back at the club on the red carpet with the girl on the two piece. And I'm like, oh my God. Um, do you know, I often think to myself some outfits and like was one of them. You know, those ads on TV where that you used to like, plug in your vacuum and then suck all the air out and you can pack 8,000 jumpers away and it's only the size of a toothpick. That's what some outfits are looking like to me. Like they've just said, hun, can you plug me in? Suck all the air out. I want to just no creases here. Oh, we can see everything that's going on. It's it's a no from me. Um, and also like you're obviously on your way to Coles so you can turn here. Um, an indicator. I just, I'm sorry, but there are too many th- people thinking that an indicator is optional. There are also too many people that think that an indicator on a roundabout um, is a science. So um, I don't consider myself the smartest person in the room. I do um, think that I have the ability to spell my own name. Uh, I can spell mum backwards uh, in both Australian English and US English um, because I'm talented like that. Um, And I also can work out that when you enter a roundabout, you need to tell people where you're going and not where you're not going. Because at no point in life do you do that with an indicator. And I'm just not sure. Well, I'm not taking the left turn, so I'll indicate to the right. Why would you indicate to the right if you're not? I don't, what the fuck is going on? Should we have, we need like an education thing. You know, like every now and again, the Department of Transport like puts out like those two gifts they've been able to afford in the last five years. And then I get shared 8,000 times. If you're on a roundabout, and like this won't apply everywhere. I mean, I'm not giving out road advice for every jurisdiction, but generally speaking, if you're entering a roundabout um, and you're going straight through the roundabout, if you enter the roundabout and you put your indicator on, you're a fucking piece of shit because you shouldn't be indicating anywhere if you're going straight through until you then indicate off the roundabout. Now, the, the off indication is underrated. It is an appreciation and it is also something that makes me feel like humanity still exists. Some people like Oprah Winfrey stories where it's like, you get a car. I like to see someone indicate off a roundabout because it says to me, you care about the person on the next entry point because they can now accelerate and continue on with their life. Be a good Samaritan. Be one of the people indicate off a roundabout. I'm doing the fucking people's work. I'm doing the department of main roads work also. Um, (laughs) although they're not my biggest fans, let's be honest. Um, It's not ideal. And that to me, a roundabout is a complicated science. There's no doubt about it. People don't seem to quite appreciate a roundabout, how that works, the operations of a roundabout, what that means. And I think that if this is confusing to you, if you're listening to this and going, oh, I'm not really sure, you need to stop drive, pull the fuck over and just Google, um, why am I a fucking idiot? 
and then just read that and then go and get yourself the book that discusses how to drive and what that even means. Because really, you've dropped the ball incredibly, and I'm not having a bar of it. Because that, to me, I think if you can master the roundabout, you're at a good start. Things are going well. If you can master the indicator, which is just up or down or up, or it's very simple science. You know what I mean? It's the kind of simple science that I wonder should exist at the chip factories, not to take us back in time. But if some chips are well-flavoured and some chips are not well-flavoured, is there a machine that's deciding this? Is there a button? Is there a percentage? Like if we're at 40% flavouring, what will it cost me for 80%? Is there a price I can pay? And then back in the day, Samboy threw in a little sachet, super extra something, and they threw a sachet in of the flavouring, and you could just sprinkle it over to add in. To be honest, I don't think it tasted like the same. It tasted a little bit different. And so I don't think they nailed it, but they were onto something. And I felt inspired by that. But also Samboy's onto something because if you buy a barbecue Samboy, holy fucking shit, your taste buds are taking a shot every bite. And like, it's a real like guns are blazing. A Smith's cheese and onion, that is well flavored every time. I've never got a bad flavor of that. I've never had a bad packet of those. I've had multiple bad packets of atomic tomato, multiple of light and tangy. I mean, it's absolutely disgusting. Anyway, so the other one is, um, we'll sort of, I think, I feel like we need to like Before do Before you move on from roundabout, Sam, I oh. feel it would be remiss if you didn't discuss our own mother's policy on a roundabout. Look, I mean, some people think that I'm not a nice person. Some people say some nasty things about me. And to those people, I say, fuck you. But... I was raised by two people. Um, they instilled my ethics and morals from a young age. And so if you're firing at me, maybe you should reconsider the bullets. But um, when I was raised, my mum raised me on some very solid foundation. Um, we can discuss all the others another day. The one today we'll discuss um, is aptly titled Biggest Balls. Yes, you've heard that correct. Um, the biggest balls. What sort of balls are we talking? Testicles. That's what she was referring to. Um, and this was instilled at a young age, I'll remind you. Um, if you're entering a roundabout, um, if you would like to turn left, go straight, turn right, change lanes on the roundabout. If you would like to park on the roundabout, get out, check your tires, get back in and leave. If you'd like to have a conversation midway through, if you'd like to um, put your lipstick on, if you would like to have a cheeseburger, it doesn't really matter. If you'd like to do anything on the roundabout and be successful at it, then you need to apply this technique that Margaret um, has devised for many years um, called biggest balls. So um, you just need to have the biggest balls and you will always win. Now, I... You know, you might sense from my tone sarcasm, but what I will say to you is this. I've never lost on a roundabout, have I? And I've taken that through life, my whole life. Every time I approach a roundabout and I think you need to appropriately indicate, I still think, doesn't matter though, does it? Because I'm going to win every time because I have the biggest balls. Um, thanks, Margaret, for instilling that um, solid foundations. As I've said, um, I haven't said, but let's say it now. She's a good Christian woman. Um you know, the church is just teaching only the finest. Let me tell I can tell you what I had someone. Oh, that's a great DM. I was trying to rack my brain earlier from so I knew I had a DM that made me the other day solo in my bedroom at like 1 a.m. be like, sorry, Cheryl. Anyway, what did they say to me? Hi, Sam. Really love your page. And I'll take the compliment. Really love your page. It's just sad that you're going religious. If you have seen today's, oh, yesterday's Instagram story, I should say, where I posted the sunrise and I um, added some hashtags, um, God is great is one of them. The intent of that was to point out how much I fucking hate everyone who does that. Cheryl, however, thought, 
I was going religious, that I was going to start, a, I don't know, a pyramid scheme, a Ponzi. I mean, they all apply to the church, really, in some way, I'm sure, but, um, I mean, and don't come for me if you're, like, from Arkansas and you want to, like, convert me to, like, newborn. It's not happening, okay? Just let's deal with it. If you can bring back by known as apple pie, I'll consider it, though, if I'm honest. Um, the last one I'm going to touch on today before we just wrap it up, because, you know, you've got lives, um, is going to be the the self-guided tour in the vehicle, um, which I can't stand. Um, I can't stand a lot of things on the road, but this in particular. So, um, you know, we all obviously have the same flaw as humans that when you're driving and you're trying to concentrate um, and you need your vision at 100%, you need to lower the music to 5%. You need the music down so the eyesight's at maximum. I don't know why that makes any difference, but for some reason I need the music down for full eye concentration. Um, You know, when you're trying to find the house number or whatever. I understand that. I get bringing the volume down. I don't get bringing the speed down. If you were on a road that's continuing at 60, um, so you're traveling 70, or if it's 70 and so you're traveling, you know, 84, um, you know, what you need is to maintain a speed or indicate the fuck off the road. Because what you can't be doing is poking your head in these like giraffe-like positions, looking around and this, that, and the other, and slowing down to 30 because you've taken all concentration off the vehicle operations. That to me is the definition of dangerous operation of a vehicle. If you're wondering where I got that language from, it's from the criminal code, Um, 1899 Queensland. But look, I just think that if you want to have a look around, if you're you're bringing out out of towners and you're showing them the scenery, showing them buildings, you're showing them whatever. Don't be doing it on my time. You need to keep the pace or you need to get off the road. Indicate, leave the lane, park the fuck up and then do your little like speech about what nobody gives a fuck anyway. Like you shouldn't be pointing things out. How boring is that tour? There's the beach. Yes, we saw that from the fucking water and the sand. Thank you. There's that building that has a story that nobody gives a fuck. Okay, let's calm it right down. So one, if you're going to give a tour, no one in the car wants to hear it, so shut up. Two, uh, don't slow down. You need to maintain speed or just indicate and leave that lane. If you know what I'm talking about, you know. It's a, it's usually like a one-way situation. You get caught. That is, I think, what we, we've touched on some, some tough topics here. We've touched on some big ones with merging and indicating. I think those are the big ones. But I think we can unpack it more. I think we can probably do some stories another time. Um, unfortunately, as with everything that I'm related to, um, we got onto food. So uh, that kind of took up some time we weren't planning on. Um, and people think that there's preparation in this podcast. <laughs> there is from producer Courtney, but it's just then I just take it and we just run off the rails. Um, anyway, please make sure that you are tagging me in your photos of your thin cheese from Domino's. I am doing the people's work selling all this food. And where is the sponsorships? Literally none. So make sure you tag me in those photos. If you need help, if you need advice, pop in the DMs. I'm happy to let you know. Um, If you are concerned about being forced into a New York-sized pizza when you go to the Domino's website because you go there and they're like, did you want to supersize your pizza? I want a regular pizza that's thin. I don't want something that's like can't hold its own weight, that's falling apart, that's like this floppy mess. It's like, it's from New York. I'm on the Gold Coast and I'm comfortable with that. If I wanted a New York pizza, I would just get on a fucking plane and we can talk about what would happen if I was on a plane because <laughs> I am traveling again soon. All right, that's fabulous. Make sure you tag me in those. I also would like to hear more about the different um, driving issues. I mean, we touched on some. There are definitely more, like people crossing several lanes. CC the butlers. Um, I can't help you. I'm sorry about that. 
I just need to sometimes get places quickly. And also, like, if you're trying to block people from entering your lane, but then you're maintaining a slow speed, I'm struggling to recall a person in history as disgusting as you. Like, when you drive up, and I mean, everyone in the room is pointing out Hitler, and it's just like, I mean, I understand he was a disgusting person, but what was his driving etiquette? Do you know what I mean? Like, we haven't discovered it. We don't know anything about it, you know? We can't be sure. So um, I Do you think, think that Hitler was like a biggest balls wins kind of guy. I feel like from some sort of I don't know where this knowledge is coming from. It's one testicle, is what you're gonna say? It's Ricky Gervais. <laughs> it I feel like he's physiologically did not, and I think we have physiological proof of that. Um, and I also find it weird that it's on display at a museum. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just not about that. I think it's a bit weird. Um, so, yeah, if you're that person, like, no, I'm not letting you on my line. I'm going to speed up so you can't because there's another car and then I'm going to block you into the car. You need to reassess your life priorities. There's a reason you're a sad loser who can't find a partner. Do you know what I mean? I'm telling you now. There's a reason and it begins there. Doctors will tell you that children who kill or harm animals will be serial killers. I will tell you that people who speed up only to stop you entering their lane to disappear and continue at the same speed are fundamentally flawed. And they need to be eradicated. I can't say it any other way. Um, that's all we've got for you. I think we have an outro or something that plays anyway. So I'm not sure that I need to get into this. Do I need to get into it? I don't even know. There's an outro. Follow me. Do what, There's not an outro. You need to follow me on the gram, okay? It's at underscore Sam Mangan. I tried to buy the the real at Sam Mangan. He's like a 12-year-old kid and he blocked me. So, I mean, I don't know what to do about that. Um, the closed Facebook group, literally nobody cares. You can search for that on Facebook. It's a banger. Get in there. It's all happening. It's the private conversations where we can get into the discussions like Hitler, although I've, I've opened the vault and we've discussed it today. Um, Always you can DM me. Um, will I respond? It really depends. I'm on a health kick, so I'm particularly shitty at the moment, so it's probably not ideal. Um, but you certainly can. New episodes every Wednesday. The Sometimes Daily Show could resume at any moment. You just need to wait and prepare. I am trying to find out, actually, though, do you want uh, the daily Sometimes Daily Show to be released in the morning time or the afternoon time? Not really sure. We did do a discussion or a vote, if you will, inside the private exclusive VIP uh, literally nobody cares private Facebook group um, and I think people were leaning towards the morning and I'll be honest with you I hope they said the afternoons so are giving me more time um, it's really just because I'm lazy um, okie dokie oh, it's more because button push Aaron keeps sleeping in I mean that's what it actually is like oh Aaron pop it in oh he's not in yet oh okay um, alright then that's all good as a side note this podcast is produced it's owned it's directed it's happening um, however the network in no way shape or form is endorsing my views um, the Spin Studio Network it's really fabulous. It's the greatest podcast network, I would say, in the world. I can't be sure. Um, I'd have to check in with one of their owners. Well, here he is. It is. All right, then. We'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Have a great day.